Carolina podcast. Diving, diving deep. Diving deep into all things Texas, both on and off the field. Here's Sean Pendergast and Pro Football Hall of Famer, the General, Sean McClain. Welcome, welcome to Utopia. But I've got a few angles I want to get your take on here. First, since we've got a lot of Texan fans listening, who I'm sure all still love DeAndre Hopkins, um, now that we know what the market ended up being for Hopkins, you know, years and, and cost-wise, and I know you've pointed out that the Texans really were not in this market at all from the beginning. Now, now knowing what it was, is this a market the Texans should have been in with DeAndre Hopkins, given their wide receiver room needs? Absolutely not. They didn't want two 31-year-old starting wide receivers when they're still rebuilding a third year of Nick Casario's rebuilding plan. And uh, they're, they're rebuilding with young guys and they have some veterans that they signed, but not long-term contract. So I think if you had Robert Woods and Hopkins as your starting wide receivers, that's not what you're into. And I'm glad he wanted 15 million a year. And then it went down to 10. And I think his agent used the Patriots. I'm amazed at how little the national media and the New England media gave any credence to about how bad the relationship was between Bill O'Brien and DeAndre Hopkins. Now, maybe time and money healed those wounds, but those guys, they had a terrible relationship, and that's why he got traded to begin with. So I never thought he was going there. He should have gone to Tennessee. Mike Vrabel was with him four years. Tim Kelly, their offensive coordinator, was with him six years. They know he's not going to practice much. They don't care because they want him on game day. And if he went to New England, a lot of the same problems O'Brien and he had here in Houston, he would have had there in Foxborough. So I'm not surprised he went there. I did a Nashville talk show this morning. They asked me, do you think he can be as great as he used to be? Well, we're not going to know. He's missed 15 games the last two seasons. He's had two injuries and a six-game suspension. He just turned 31 last month. You know, his game was never about speed. I told him he's not going to beat anybody down the boundary or run post patterns. He's all about getting off the line, running routes, and making using his hands to make great catches. And I think he'll have a profound positive effect in their second-year receiver, Traylon Burks. And uh, – and Derrick Henry is going to run the ball most of the time. They're not going to be a prolific passing team. You know, A.J. Brown, he's a game-breaker. He's the Texans know well. He beats you down the field. Ops going to be a different receiver to play inside and outside, and hopefully he's 100%. He doesn't get hurt again. So I wish him the best of luck And because uh, I always like covering him. And he's going to look good in that Columbia blue. Okay. Well, we'll get to the Columbia blue in just a second, specifically the uniforms in just a second. But I want to stick with Hopkins and the the on-the-field impact. And you you talk a lot to folks up in Tennessee. You do several media appearances per week up in Tennessee uh, with the Titans being the former Oilers. And I'm curious, are the people that you talk to about this, John, having any sort of uh, aging wide receiver PTSD over this right now? You know, this is – Hopkins, age-wise and productivity-wise, kind of lines up with some guys that they've historically brought in, going all the way back to Carl Pickens in 2000, but Randy Moss in 2010. More recently, obviously, and probably the you know the, the easiest comparison for, for people listening to this podcast to make would be Andre Johnson 
in 2016 after Andre's year in Indianapolis. Um, Andre left the Titans halfway through that season and retired. Um, Julio Jones, probably the more recent, definitely the more recent analogy to this. Um, what makes Hopkins different than those other aging receivers that brought with them a lot of fanfare, um, but ultimately fizzled out? Talk show I did this morning, their former receiver, Derek Mason, is one of the hosts. And he was asking me, and I said, well, you know, you you played the position in the NFL. You know what happens when you get to 30. You don't have the great speed anymore. He never had great speed, so that's not going to be a big deal. But the key for him is to – does he still have this quickness? And Derek Mason hit me up with some stats about how much he played in the slot at Arizona. And, uh, you know, that's about quickness. And I think a lot of that was more about him getting double teamed and moving him around. And I think based on speed was never his game, if he's healthy – then uh, and plus, you know, he's going to be motivated. He's got a lot to prove. Put a thing out on Twitter about uh, the people, the naysayers, the haters. So it shows he's already thinking about that. But uh, I think Hop, and you know, I think playing with Ryan Tannehill, he's never going to have the numbers he had here 100 catches. They asked me if I thought he'd catch 80 balls. I said, no. I said, Derrick Henry's going to probably lead the league in rushing. And uh, plus, they got Burks. They're going to try to prove that Burks was a good choice in the first round. Hop will get all the double teams. Traylon Burks will get the single coverage. And and, uh, he's the one that should benefit the most from having Hopkins on that roster. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's to me, that's the case of a big reason they're signing Hopkins is because they need Traylon Burks to have less attention. That's an indicator to me that that Burks selection is already a bit of a failure, right? I mean, they traded that pick. They traded A.J. Brown for the package that included that pick. They were hoping to do what Minnesota did, I think, with trading Stephon Diggs and getting a pick that turns into Justin Jefferson. And they they whiffed badly. A.J. Brown's been great in Philadelphia. And now they're having to go bring in aging wide receivers to attract attention to free up uh, Traylon Burks. Well, I'm, I guess, what are you just generally, John, like, does this? What are your thoughts on what the Titans are going to be this year? And does Hopkins move the needle? Does he change their trajectory as a team at all anymore? No, I don't think one player in the NFL makes that big a difference unless he's a game breaker. And the Hopkins not a game breaker. Ryan Tannehill played twelve games last season, then he got hurt. So if Hop's playing with Will Levis, they're going to run the ball a lot if they want to play Levis near the end of the year because Tannehill's out of there after this season, and they could have found a way to keep A.J. Brown. You know, I think even though it's nothing's ever been said about why John Robinson was fired during last season, I think it all started to go downhill when he traded him. I don't think he talked to others about it. That's what I heard. He just did it. They said on TV, you could see Grable grimace, and, and you could hear everybody in Houston, Jacksonville, in Indianapolis cheering when A.J. Brown got traded by the Titans. So no doubt. Uh, I think that there's still going to be a running team. That's what Vrabel does. Uh, they hope that Hopkins still draw double coverages. You never know. I can't wait till the Texans play him. Derek Stingley Jr. was drafted third overall to cover the opponent's best receiver. Yeah. And we'll see. Hopefully he'll stay healthy. and We'll see what he can do against Hopkins. That'll be fun. Well, yeah, I mean, they play in week 15 and week 17. Like, I, I'd love to. What are the odds that Hopkins and Stingley are both healthy for that, given their both of their recent 
track records medically here. Along those lines, John, um, look, I, there's no media member that has more ties to both the team, the former Oilers, and the fan base of the you know the, the Oilers, you know, former Oiler fans, or maybe even still current Oiler fans who root for the Titans. Who knows? Than you, um, what do you think the reaction is going to be in for specifically Houstonians that are rooting for the Texans nowadays when they see DeAndre Hopkins possibly in Week 15 in that Oiler uniform? I believe when they play up there, they're going to be wearing Oiler throwback uniforms, and Houston fans are going to—they already are, you know—infuriated that they would do that, and. Uh, They've only worn them one time. That was in their first preseason game uh, when they moved and they were in Canton, and I was there covering them. It was weird to go in the locker room and see those Columbia blue jerseys. Fans up there, you know, they think their throwback uniforms or what they wore as the Tennessee Oilers their first two seasons before they were renamed the Titans. They don't think about Houston, but I think it's going to be great fodder for talk shows in Houston. I think it'll be great fodder for columnists, and I can't wait to talk about it. And and I think the media will stir it up even more. And uh, nothing would be better for the Texans, of course, to go up there and beat them when they wore Columbia blue, uh-huh. even though the Texans don't give a damn. That was not their team or their colors. John, the only thing – like Hopkins – Hopkins wearing an Oilers uniform is like a walking billboard for all the bad memories of like recent and not so recent Houston football history. You got a reminder of the team abandoning the city. You got a reminder of the worst trade in the history. All we need is Jack Easterby flipping the coin before the game, doing the coin toss, and it'll be just like that would be a great troll job by the Titans. Just bring in Jack Easterby to toss the coin before the game, and then we're good. You are in everybody's head in Houston at that point. Oh, I think that would be. Now, that part is not going to happen. No. When they see Hopkins, no matter what uniform it is, it just reminds everybody here that he was traded. The worst trade in Texas history, second worst trade in Houston football history, the Houston going to Washington. And and, uh, and if he has a great game, it'll be worse. And who are they going to blame? They're going to blame Bill O'Brien and Jack Easter. I'm sad we're not going to get to see an O'Brien Hopkins reunion. I was really looking forward to that. <laughs> that would have been fun.